magic detective, starring the world's greatest living magician, Blackstone. He tells you the inside story of Crime in the Stars. And right after the story, Blackstone will explain tricks that you yourself can perform, reveal the guarded secrets of the world's greatest living magician. Stand by for Blackstone, the magic detective. When were you born, Alan? The end of May. Why? Ah, oh, Gemini. I would have said he was that type, wouldn't you? Yes, yes, I think so. Dual personality. Hmm, very dual. Now, don't tell me you two have gone in for astrology. Oh, just in a small way. Would you like a chart? A chart? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Isn't that one of the long, involved, and complicated things that astrologers make out? That's right. But Rhoda and I have the thing simplified. Yep. We cut out all the mumbo-jumbo. Here. This is your chart. Let me see this. You will come into sudden wealth. That's wonderful. I could use a little wealth, sudden or otherwise. Listen, is this going to come through, really? Unfortunately, Alan, I, I doubt it. There was a time, though, when these charts did come true. Oh, yes. Back in the days when Madame Stella was publishing them. Who is Madame Stella? That's quite a story, but... Tell him, Blackstone. Well, I had a tip from the police that many of the thieves arrested lately had these charts on them. They couldn't get anything on Madame Stella, the astrologer who printed them, but they thought perhaps that I could. So I took Rhoda to a small restaurant for lunch the next day. Uh, this restaurant, Rhoda, is across the street from Madame Stella's. Oh, I can't say I admire her choice of neighborhood, whoever she may be. Have you ever visited an astrologer? Oh, I'm a pushover for them. Well, I want you to visit Madame Stella this afternoon. Oh, I'd love to. No, this is business, Rhoda. Huh? The police feel that very possibly Madame Stella is right in the center of an organized crime ring. But they can't be sure. Uh, and I'm to find out? Oh, dandy. Just dandy. Uh-oh. Hmm? Look, look there, coming down those steps across the street. Oh, that bearded gent, who is he? That is Professor Codini, Madame Stella, the assistant. Oh. Fine. That he lets you see Stella alone. Good, good. Oh, yeah, great. I just love seeing the heads of crime rings all by myself. Now, look, Rhoda, find out anything you can. Look at charts, examine the whole place. Now, let me get this straight. I go in and I say, Madame Stella, I think you're a crook. The cops ain't got nothing on you, but I'd be obliged if you let me case the joint for evidence. Me and the dicks, we think you're responsible for all these quiet, worries. Quiet, quiet. Oh, but I was just kidding. Hush, quiet. Well, what's the big idea? I was There's just... a dark man sitting down at the table behind you. Oh. He's listening to what you're saying. Oh, God. Now, don't turn around. We don't want him to think that we notice him. Is he... I mean, has he got a beard? No. Oh, thank goodness. And it's not Cordini. What's he doing now? He's getting up and going across the restaurant. He's going into the phone booth over there. Well, Rhoda, you better start for Madame Stella. What are you going to do? I'm going to make a phone call. Uh, you, Madame Stella? Yes? You have come for a reading? Please. Just this way. Now, you will sit down here. Oh, that's fine. Now, just stretch your hands on the table. Palm up. Thank you. Mmm. What is it? What do you see in my hand? Oh, my dear girl, you seem nervous. Ah, that is too bad, for when one is upset mentally, it's impossible to read the future in one's palm. I'm not nervous. 
Yes. Have a cigarette. Mm. Smoke together. No, till you are calm again. Thank you. Carmesh. Hmm, you like my cigarettes. I have them made up especially for me. Don't you smoke. You'll find it very soothing. Very soothing. Hmm. You're so rested. So very rested. Good. Now, may I have your tongue? Mm. Thank you. Ah, now I can see so much. Your hand says, You should guard well your actions at noon every day this week. Guard well my actions. But you have not done so. Coming here for Mr. Blackstone to try and trap me into some mission was not guarding your actions. Well, don't try to get up. I cannot stand. That so nice cigarette of mine contains a dope to make you see Marini. Yes, the madam is there. Now you're back. Good. I got the girl here. Don't. Have you tended the Blackstone? Yes, he won't trouble us again. <laughs> Good. Come here. Now help me carry her down to the truck in the garage as we planned. Si. We'll take her out to the lake. There'll be a most regrettable swimming accident. Right. Uh, I'll get my gun from the other room. We may need them before this afternoon. Okay? I have a mind, and I have a girl. Shall I carry you down now? Yes, I'll follow. All right, good. She's out like a light. What you do with Blackstone? Oh, I tell you later. But don't worry about him anymore. Here we are. Now, don't put her in the back of the truck. I'll open the garage door. No, no, don't do that. Why not? It's dark. Wait, wait till we get the girl in the truck. I will open them then. We don't want to wind her not in the world. All right. There's probably so dark in here. Oh, yeah. There you go. In the side. She's coming too. Yeah. Get in with her. Keep her covered. We don't want to know you All right. And uh, I will get in too. But who's going to drive? Go back here, Kadini. Oh, oh, this is a truck. She's already got a driver. See. See, wait a minute. This is our truck. What's going on in here? Kadini, what are you up to? Don't you like riding in a patrol wagon, Madam Stella? Who are you? Without this false spirit, I am generally known as a black pastone and a magician. Let me out of here. I'm afraid not. You forget I have a gun. Why don't you use it? Stop this trouble. Let me out of here. I will. Go ahead. Surprise, oh. Madam Stella. Oh. You may read palms, Madam, but I palm things. That's the difference between us. Here are the bullets from your gun here in my hand. And now, Madam, does your knowledge of the future tell you where you will spend the next few years? But, Blackstone, there's one thing I don't understand. Oh, what's that, Alan? You still didn't have any evidence connecting Madame Stella with the burglary. Oh, but we did. That dark man at the restaurant was Codini without his fault fear. I followed him to the telephone booth and heard him telling Stella about Rhoda's visit. My call was to the police. And Codini broke as soon as they got him into jail. He told everything. And so another mystery was solved by magic. Right, Blackstone. Well, Rhoda, how would you like to meet a real ghost? Oh, now, listen. Ghosts are all right in their place. Of course they are. But their place isn't around here. <laughs> Why not, Rhoda? Ghost might want a radio studio as well as any place else. I certainly. Now, if we turned out all the lights... I'd go right out with them. Anyway, all ghosts are big. Now, what makes you think so, Rhoda? Because if they were real, they wouldn't need darkness. 
If you could bring a ghost into this lighted studio, I might believe in one. Good. That's just what I will do, Rhoda. Oh, now wait. If they're going to make me see things... You won't see things because you're going to shut your eyes and keep them shut. How do you know I'll keep them shut? I'll show you. First, I raise my forefingers and point them toward your eyes. Yes. And what next? Well, close your eyes. Yeah, close them. And now I place my forefingers gently against your eyelids. Yes, I feel them there. Now, here comes the ghost. Feel it, Rhoda? It tapped my forehead twice. And there it goes. It brushed across my hair. Ready now? I'm going to take my fingers from your eyelids. Now, open your eyes. What do you see? I see your forefingers. They're pulling at me. But do you see the ghost? No, it's vanished. Unless the ghost was Alan. Oh, I couldn't have been the ghost, brother. I'm way over here at the other side of the studio. Oh, so you are. Somehow this is getting uncanny. Don't tell me it was just a trick. And that's all it was, Rhoda. And if you can't figure it out, I'll be back in a few minutes to explain the ghost trick. Blackstone, what about that ghost trick? It really has me baffled. Well, I'll demonstrate it with Alan, and you can watch. Are you ready, Alan? Ready. I point my two forefingers straight at Alan's eyes and tell him to close them. I'll close them. Now, Alan, I'll place a forefinger lightly on each of your eyelids. Only you watch, Rhoda, and see what I really do. Why, you're moving your left hand away. Correct. And what am I doing with my right hand? But you're spreading two fingers, the first and the second, like a letter V. Now watch. You're placing those fingers against Alan's eyes. I, I feel those fingertips. But do you mean they're both from one hand? That's right, Alan. The right hand. And here comes the spirit slap on your forehead. Blackstone's left hand did that, Alan. Yeah. I'd have been willing to bet it was a ghost. And so would I, the time it happened to me. Now I draw away my right hand and bring my left beside it. Open your eyes, Don, and what do you see? Two forefingers pointing right at me. One from each hand. And you'd never guess that they weren't the two fingers that held your eyelids shut. I certainly didn't guess it. But now you know, Rhoda. And every time your friends say they don't believe in spooks, just fool them with a ghost trick. I hope you liked that trick, ladies and gentlemen. And until next time, this is Blackstone saying good magic and goodbye. next time when the world's greatest living magician, Blackstone, tells us the story of The Devil's Cauldron and explains more tricks that you yourself can perform. Listen in again to Blackstone, the world's greatest living magician.